for a break. Um, so we learned in the uh, towards the end of the parsha, we learn about how it says that the sons of Yaakov, the sons of Jacob, they carried Jacob uh, to back to the land of of Eretz Yisrael. In the beginning of the parsha, we read how uh, Jacob asked Joseph and made him swear to the fact that he will bury him in the Maris of Machpelah. And at the end of the parsha, towards the end of the parsha, we read how they fulfilled his wish and his sons carried him. So Rashi makes an emphasis that it says his sons. And Rashi says only his sons carried him. But not his grandsons. His grandsons, no. Why? Because his grandsons were children of Canaanite women. He didn't want those born from Canaanite women to carry his coffin, to carry his uttering uh, to Eretz Yisrael. So only ones that carried were his sons. There's an interesting um, Rashi earlier on when it says that Yosef uh, when he when he uh, perished and uh, Yaakov was crying for him the verse states over there that all of Yaakov's sons and all of Yaakov's daughters got up and they tried to comfort Yaakov after Yosef disappeared. Vayimoyim refused to be comforted. So it says all of his sons, okay, we know all of his sons, we know 12 tribes, there's 12 sons, so that's all of his sons. But then it says all of his daughters. Who are these daughters? We learn about, in the Chumash, we learn about one daughter, we learn. We learn about Dina. That's the one we learned when Yaakov was having all of his children. By Laban over there, we learned that Leah gave birth to Dina. That's the only daughter that we find. We don't find any daughters. So who is this Nechol Benoitzov and all of his daughters? Who are all these daughters? And Rashi gives two comments over there. One comment, Rashi says, that Rashi brings two opinions of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemia. Rabbi Yehuda says that there were twin sisters born with each one of the tribes. And then later on, they got married to each other. Not the twin of that, the other twin, which means not their own twin, but somebody, one of the other twins. But basically it means that all of the tribes married their sisters. Half-sisters, just from one father. The other opinion, Nehemiah says no. He says they married Knanis. Rashi says over here that he only wanted his sons, but not his grandsons. Why? He didn't want those that were the daughter of the Canaanite woman he didn't want them to carry his coffin. But wait a minute, that's only one opinion says 
that the tribes, the Shvatim, his sons married Canaanite women. So therefore, he only wants his sons and not their children. Not his sons' sons because they are children of Canaanite women. But the other opinion that Rashi brings down, and that's actually the first opinion Rashi brings down, the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that the one, the people they married were actually their sisters. They were children of Yaakov, half-sisters. So why should they not carry, according to that opinion, why should they not carry the coffin? It's not so obvious, so we only know it according to one opinion. Rashi doesn't address the other opinion over here. And the whole idea is like a very strange idea when you think about it is we know, even if these people were half-sisters, we know that after Matan Torah, after the Torah, according to the Allah of the Torah, a brother and a sister, even if they're only sisters from one father, they share the same father, already applies, Isha Sikach, that a man is not allowed to marry his sister, even if it's only a half-sister. So it turns out, that according to the second opinion that the tribes married their sisters, with the exceptions, which are the tribes who did not marry sisters that we know? We know Yehuda, because we learned Yehuda had first he married the Bathsheba, and then he married Tamar, I mean the one he had children with. He had he had first he had children with with the Bathsheba, and the one that survived, two of them, Shiloh survived. Because we count them in the parsha amongst those who entered uh, the land of Egypt, so Shela is counted over there. So he married, and the second time he also had two children. He had twins with Tamar, uh, Peretz and Zerach. So that we know. So we know that Yehuda was married. We also know that Yosef was married to whom? That Yosef was married to the daughter of Petifar, Osnas, Bas Petifera, we learned the Pasha. He was married to Osnas. So we know he didn't marry his sister. Um, Wait, isn't that really Dean's daughter? What, what? Isn't that really daughter? Well, that's a medrash that Rashi doesn't bring down, and we're looking now according to the Pasha uh, Father. You mentioned that, but just I just want to finish the thought. There's actually one of the tribes that we find that Rashi says that actually married not only his sister from one father, but actually married his sister from one mother too. Who's that? Rashi says by Shimon. Because we find, it says, the Pasuk says, Shaul, the Torah, the Torah counts the children of Shaul, B'nai Shimon, I think we mentioned it already one time, ago. I'm not sure if we mentioned it, but B'nai Shimon, it says, Yemuel, Yomim, V'oichet, V'oichat, V'yochin, V'tzoichat, what does it say afterwards? V'shol, Ben, Haknanis, and Shol, the daughter of the What is Shol, Ben, Haknanis? What is Shol, Ben, Haknanis? I think we, we spoke about it. Shol, Ben, Haknanis, Rashi says that, that's Dina. And Dina was actually married, Rashi says, to Shimon. Because she didn't want to go out of the home of Shechem until he agreed Shimon to marry her. But that's another subject. But the point here is, 
So what does it turn out? That the rest of Kalal Yisrael really are descendants from such a marriage, from a union, which after Matan Torah, that would be prohibited. According to the opinion that they married their sisters, so we all, all the children of, of Yaakov, with the exception of these youths, <coughs> married their sisters, which would be, after Matan Torah, a prohibited relationship. So that's kind of a... And here, the question is, should children born from such a marriage also not carry the coffin? But the truth of the matter is that according to the Kabbalah, it's brought down that uh, <coughs> that the actual a union that takes place from a brother and a sister is a in the spiritual meaning of it is a very very deep union. In the Kabbalah, it talks about the yichud of the spheres of Zoe and Malchus which are considered like a brother and a sister and the whole as we say which is that's a very powerful union the problem is that it's a union that the world cannot accept in its form and that's why by Matan Torah, after Matan Torah it was prohibited because Although it's a powerful union, but in a way it's too powerful. It's too strong for the world to be allowed. And therefore that union is not allowed. That's why the Torah prohibited that union. But before the Torah was given, at the level of the others, at their levels, that wasn't, it's not like, not like the level of the Canaanites, the women, the Canaanites. Over there, if there were Canaanite women, uh, over there there is a... Uh, a problem just in their mere fact that they're Canaanite women, as we see Avram sending his slave to Eliezer to go ahead and find the women not to take. There was an, uh, he didn't want him to marry Eliezer. There was an inherent problem with the Canaanite, and therefore he didn't want them to carry the coffin. He did not have so much a problem, according to the opinion, that they were children of. Yaakov, uh, Yaakov's daughter's sons, because that means at that time if it's, 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 it would be uh, difficult to say that all of us are presently from a prohibited union because that is actually at that time it wasn't prohibited, it wasn't a problem. Not only wasn't it a problem, it was a, a right thing for them at their level. And that's why Rashi only addresses, and Rashi just says, if they were Canaanite women, he didn't want them to, to, uh, to uh, carry his coffin. According to the other opinion, it just means, it says Bonov, but Bonov can mean in the general term, his children, could also mean the grandchildren. We find it constantly in the Chumash, and Rashi's pointed out many times. The other opinion doesn't have to say that Bonov means that only his sons and not the grandsons. So according to that opinion, it was Bonov and the Bonov and the grandsons. But according to the opinion that says that there was an objection to that because Yaakov did not want that the Kananis should carry his coffin.